Last year in the NBA's first round of the playoffs, the Utah Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies went head-to-head, and John Morant's extension to stardom was obvious. Morant alley-oop, reverse, jam, wow. Donovan Mitchell, however, got the final say. High pick and roll for Donovan, rise and fire, three, good. Now, tonight in Memphis, the Grizzlies are the ones on top of the standings, and they have the all-star starter in John Morant. What a block by John Morant. Boy, he was head so far above the rim, I believe. I believe his hands were at the top of the box. That was unbelievable. And the Jazz will be led by former Grizzly Mike Conley. Mike Conley left side. Feet set, ball wet, splash. From downtown Memphis, it's the Jazz and the Grizzlies. Tip-off is now. John Morant averages 20 drives to the basket. David, let's try to keep him about below 15. Steven Adams' little left-hand hook is short, and John Morant jams it in on the first play of the game. Wow. All-star starter, John Morant. Great color combo tonight in the arena. Jazz in their gold uniforms. Memphis is in their navy blue. And the color of the Grizzlies' gold kind of matches the Jazz gold. Conley, baseline drive, switching left to right on the baseline. Misses Adams, rebounds, outlets to Morant. Number one team in the NBA in transition. Morant right side, explodes to the left hand, gets to the lane, gets caught in the air, finds Adams at the rim. His layup is no good. Rebound tapped out and controlled by the Jazz. Adams is struggling miserably recently. I thought Whiteside had a lot to do with that miss there. Ingles, high pick and roll, chests it over to Conley. Back to Joe, swings left wing to O'Neal. Back up to... Ingles, interesting note, they switched that. We'll get why that's interesting in a second. Bogdanovich, high pass. Conley rotates to O'Neal. Left side three is good. Okay, that kind of effort there will get the Jazz some good looks. But just the perimeter passing without cutters, I'm, I'm worried about that. Left side, Bain. Second-year player out of TCU. Pull-up jumper. Wild and long. Another great play by Whiteside. Rebound, Ingles, long outlet. O'Neal cut off by Morant. Top to Bogdanovich off a white side pick. Left hand dribble into the lane. Gives to Conley. Back out to Bogey. I say left hand dribble. Remember, that's the finger that's got the splint. Bogey catches this one with the right hand. Drives with the right hand. Jump stops in the lane. Fakes a pass to the wing. Flips it up and in. Beautiful. 5-2. Beautiful play there by Bogey. If they continue that kind of movement and, and ball movement, David, they... They should have a pretty good night. Memphis was, when we first saw him, was last in the NBA in defense. They've been really good recently. Morant driving off balance, floater, no. Loose ball, rebound, off Adams, hands picked up by Ingles. 50-50 ball to the Jazz. O'Neal trailing, high arcing three, right down the barrel. 8-2 to two start for the Jazz. So can the Jazz score in transition, David? I'm, I'm relying on you to help Memphis me out Memphis is 13th in the league in transition defense, Ron. All right. Jazz are 11th in offense. Is that what you're asking? That's what I'm asking. What do you think? I didn't do my prep today? I knew you did. That's three, not three. That's softball. That was a softball. <laughs> Parked it right over the left field wall. I didn't have to go opposite way. I just sat back on it and let it drive. Two foot, 200 foot fence. Come on. Yeah, man. right. Technical foul or illegal defense on the Jazz. Desmond Baines free throw slides off the right side. Grizzlies were impressive. They won 11 in a row. Since then, they're 3-3. Three and three. So you can look at it one way. They're 3-3 three and three in their last six, or they've won 14 of their last 17. Both are accurate. Here's Jaron Jackson playing the four right now. Driving into the body of Whiteside. Kisses off the glass. And then a foul on Whiteside. Ingles huddles the group up. Mike Conley with him. It's interesting just to watch the Jazz 
communication at times this year. Last year we talked about how much more the Jazz talk to each other than other teams. This year it doesn't always seem like that's the case. So good to see them communicating there. Jazz bench back to full strength. Quinn Snyder with Vince LaGarza, Lamar Skeeter, Alex Jensen all sitting by him as the COVID protocols kind of ripped through the coaching staff as well there for a while. Jazz getting a little more centered, but still missing Donovan Mitchell for a concussion and Rudy Gobert for a calf strain. Gobert's not on the trip. Yeah, two things that are not virus-related. Bogdanovich, tight curl, left hand, right-hand dribble in the lane, goes to the window, blocked by both Jackson and Adams. Here come the Grizzlies on the run. Stop and pop three for Bain. No good. Rebound Whiteside, who sprinted down nicely. 8-5 Jazz start here, 8.57 left first quarter. Ingles, right wing to Bogdanovich. Comes off a pick. They're switching, which is notable, and I'll get why in a second. Didn't get a chance to tell it to you earlier. Ingles will take a contested three and nail it. The reason the switching is important is Memphis didn't used to switch at all. They've added that in. It also may allow the Jazz to go after Ja Morant a little bit. If you hide Ja Morant on Royce O'Neal, but then you bring Royce O'Neal to the ball as Morant drives and Mike Conley gets dacked and is slow getting up. It's a foul on the Grizzlies, but Mike Conley is not getting up at first here. Now he's got his hands on his knees. Well, he's slowly walking away. I don't know if he got Charlie Horse. This is a thigh injury, I think. Let's see. He comes around the pick. Steven Adams gets him right on the hip and in the thigh, as Ron said. Yeah. Those hurt. Left, left leg. We'll see how he reacts. Mike was brilliant the other night against Phoenix. No. Jazz lead at 11-5 here against the Grizzlies. Bogdanovich pops up top of a double stagger. Jackson flies through the pick and blocks the three. Moran on the run. Lobbed to the rim. Zaire Williams, the rookie from Stanford, with the 10th pick of the draft. Underestimate the length and the jumping ability of, of, of Jackson. Father Jaron Jackson had a brief stint with the Jazz, played most of his career in San Antonio, won a title there. Jump shooter. Conley, left-hand dribble, goes snaking around the baseline, comes back out to O'Neal, resets Conley. Adams is on him, lobbed down low to Whiteside, collects himself with a dribble, goes up and is fouled by Jackson. Jackson maturing, he's 22 years old. He only played 11 games all of last year with Memphis. We saw him in the playoffs, but he wasn't right. And that addition, and you talk about what the value of length is. This Memphis team is super long. And it looks like a technical foul has been called on Jaron Jackson Jr. And I was watching Jaron Jackson Jr. the whole time on our TV screen. I have no idea why he just got a technical foul. And nor does he, frankly. Well, there's two techs been called here in the first five minutes of the ballgame. Technical free throw by Boyan is good, so the technical foul on Jackson must have been a good one, and the technical foul on the Jazz for illegal defense must have been a bad one because the ball don't lie. Son Whiteside will go to the free throw line with it 12-7, Utah. Utah Jazz, most valuable educators, presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure We'll recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will vi receive a visit from a Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey. Tickets to watch a Jazz game in a suite, go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Whiteside misses the first free throw, makes the second. Jazz lead it 13 to 7. 7.50 to play. Here's Morant. 
26 points, six rebounds, seven assists a game. He gets in the lane, he flips up a right-hander, it's short, Adams gets the rebound. Brings it out to Williams. Williams was a surprise pick by the Grizzlies after a terrible year at Stanford. His pull-up jumper from 11 out on the left side is good. That is talking about scouting a kid before he got to college, because last year in the COVID season, Zaire Williams had just a brutal season. And yet, Memphis saw something. Bogdanovich straight down the barrel over Jackson. No good. Jackson altered that shot. Rebound tapped by Ingles back to Bogey. Ball fakes Williams. Drives at Jackson. Turns it over. Jaron Jackson is a defensive menace for the Jazz right now. Here comes Morant in the lane. Running pick by Adams. Missed layup. Tip followed by Morant. No. White side taps it back out to Ingles. Joe to the front court. Tape on his right wrist and low socks. Rise and fire three offline. O'Neal taps it around, but Adams keeps it alive for the Grizzlies who in the navy blue uniforms with the white lettering. Come to the front court. Morant hands it to Bain. Bain, who looks like he could be a bodybuilder as well as a basketball player with a big upper body strength. Gives to Adams and a bounce pass. Skips, never comes off the ground and goes out of bounds. Turnover on the Grizzlies. Boyan has gotten his shot blocked twice by Adams. Now it's kind of been hit. Jackson or Adams? Jackson. Boyan Jackson. Thank you. So now it, it's, it, it's, it's kind of in his head, and he cannot continue to go away from Jackson trying to score easy block points. Climb the chest of the shot blocker, Thank you very Rob much. Boone Thank often you very says. Much. 6.39 left, first quarter. Jazz with the early start, 13-9 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. There's been this fervor for us to play small, and it's been out of necessity right now. But, you know, my biggest concern is, you know, I think our 136, 138 defensive rating when we're small versus maybe the top defensive rating in the league. We're 30th when we're small and we're first when we have a center. So we've got to keep working on that. And that's no that's no fault of one guy. It just shows you um, from a system standpoint, when you build around a center, when you don't have a center, you know, you have to adjust. Quinn Snyder pregame tonight. Interesting comments as the Jazz bring it to the front court. Fred Forrest is in for Mike Conley. Joe Ingles, right side, takes a dribble to his right, fires the three, misses. Adams grabs the rebound. Here comes Morant. Quickly ahead to Williams and another transition basket for the Memphis Grizzlies who play the most possessions in the NBA in transition. And as you all know well probably by now, Jazz 27th in the league in defending transition. Very impressed with those lob passes that are perfectly thrown. Bogdanovich straight down the barrel. Three on a great give from Forrest, but he misses. Here comes Morant. Right to left on your screen. Coming to the front court. Rise and fire. Three, no good. Rebound. White side and Adams battle. It sits on the rim unnaturally. Both of them on the ground as the rebound comes down. Tipped around. Jazz have it. Jazz on the run. Cross court skip pass from O'Neal up top to Ingles. Can Ingles get pick and roll going tonight? They switch. Back up top to Bogdanovich. Of its right wing to Forrest. Forrest drives, puts up a floater. It's knocked away, blocked, and out of bounds. Rob, this team is active with their hands defensively. Yeah, they're very young, and, and, and well, their movement is very good, and they really crash the paint. I mean, there's so many guys in the paint there. Joe Ingles in the pick and roll with Adams. Adams is dropping. Joe should get a three-point shot attempt. 
Memphis, number one team in the NBA, blocks and steals defensively. Morant driving, Whiteside steps into him. That'll be Whiteside's second foul. And now we go to our new skin jazz sound flash you heard just a moment ago with head coach Quinn Snyder, brought to you by New Skin. New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com because checking out of the game will be Whiteside with two fouls, and the Jazz will go likely without a center here. And this is where Quinn Snyder was talking about the Jazz. 136 defensive rating this year, Ron, when they do not have a center on the floor. And it is an area where they have, if they're going to try to ever play one through five switching or any of those kind of things, they're going to have to improve. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Um, something we they needed last season, and, and nothing's changed here this season. And the Jazz making some substitutions this year, but this is something they're, they have to experiment with now and try to get better at it because this is what they're going to run into. Morant's free throw pops out. O'Neal rebounds. He splits him. Jazz are in the 12th percentile offensively and the 3rd percentile defensively when playing without a center. They're plus minus for a minus 18 per 100 possessions. Pascal powering into Brandon Clark. Scores it for two. Brandon Clark's not a big one out of Gonzaga, so this is not a huge size disadvantage. Jazz just going to have to defend. Rudy Gay not in the game yet for the Jazz. Just Pascal as the backup center. Skip pass to the corner. It's Tilly from three. Good. And that is a another Gonzaga product right there. Undrafted. They are so good around the edges in Memphis. Clarkson, right-hand drive on Melton. Thought to be a great defender. Defensive player out to Bogdanovich. Long with the three. Rebound comes to Royce. Three guys around him. So he kicks it back out. Throws it in the backcourt. It's a turnover. It was tipped. They're saying it was tipped. Clarkson is the Dedrick Taylor. The official says it's not. Pat Freyer, the 21-year veteran, is our crew chief. He doesn't think so either. And Jordan Clarkson rolls the basketball by the official and to the Memphis Grizzly player. And that's going to be, should be a technical foul unless it's a delay of game. I would tee him up if I was the official. Well, that's what he's going to get free throws here. Yep, technical foul. That ball was tipped. It was definitely tipped. Well, they missed the call. Yeah. So Morant will shoot the free throw and the Jazz lead is now gone. Memphis has taken the lead. Jazz started the night on a 13-5 run to take the lead. Now Memphis has regained it at 16-15. 9-2 Grizzly run. Tyler Fountain on our stats tonight. Jeffrey Carroll is our producer. I think it's Leaf tonight. I saw Bobby Love, so it got confusing for him for a second. Lob to the rim. Brandon Clark up above the cup is fouled. Clark is one of the most efficient offensive players in the NBA. And was a really interesting draft prospect because he peaked out on every number imaginable in the draft, and yet he wasn't quite big enough. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. Memphis is the one who took him, and he arguably was the second or third best rookie of the year two years ago. And just puts up those subtle numbers. He had 10 and 9 against the Jazz when we played them last time. First free throw's good. Memphis now on a 10 to 2 run. Rudy Gay checks in, and Daniel House, who's on his second official 10 day. So here's how it works on this, by the way. If you 
the league, you're allowed to sign a player to two 10 days. However, this year, the league changed the rules. If you signed a hardship 10-day because of COVID, it did not count. So you could sign as many hardship 10 days as you want, but you can only get two other 10 days. And right now, House is on his second 10-day. And then the Jazz will have to decide what to do with him. Clarkson gets in the lane on the left-hand dribble. Stop. Jump stop in the middle of the lane. Rises up and hits the shot. You're telling me that I can't go left. I'm going to go left every time and score. Melton not shooting it well this year. Crossover triple pull up three and he hits. Well, so much for that. 21-17. He's not shooting well. I didn't make that up. Forrest drives the baseline. Bounces to Gay in the corner. Hard right-hand drive. Former Memphis Grizzly. Pulls up and is fouled. Rudy Gay spent a good deal of his career in Memphis. He did it along with some of it along with Mike Conley. 21-17 as Gay goes to the free throw line. Yeah, Gay was drafted in 06. That is Conley, correct. Conley in 07. Yep. Yeah. And then Gay gets traded in the 12-13 season to Toronto. I always love looking back at old trades. It was a three-team deal. Hamad Hadidi to the Toronto Raptors with Rudy Gay. The Detroit Pistons traded Austin Day and Tayshaun Prince to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies traded Jose Calderon to the Detroit Pistons. And Toronto traded Jose, then moved Jose Calderon, Ed Davis, and a second-round pick to the Memphis Grizzlies. Rudy Keep track Gay. of that. There'll be a quiz on it later. Both free throws made there by Gay. But Gay says I come into the league as a, a guard. Now I'm playing center. Driving the basket to Moran. He's at the rim. Pascal defends it tightly, evidently too tightly, and fouls him. Eric Pascal and Rudy Gay, who were not thought of when the year started as two guys that would play together, but a bit out of necessity, Ron, suddenly really maybe Rudy Gay's inability to play defensive center and Eric Pascal's ability to play so well recently. They've started to play these two together a little bit. So far, it has been with moderate success. I mean, I'm talking a little bit. 81 possessions so far this year. So this is new. It's been a little bit better. It's instead of the minus 17 we were talking about without a center, it's a minus 5.5. It's still not great. It's better, though. And we're looking for incremental improvement. Split free throws again. 21-19. Memphis leads. Utah, here's Forrest playing because Donovan Mitchell's out for the sixth straight game. Forrest drives, ball fakes Clark into another world, and instead of shooting, tries to pass in the traffic, another steal. On the run, and Pascal fouls Morant from behind as Morant changes direction, and John Morant, who lived at the free throw line last time these two teams played, is going back to the line yet again tonight. Yeah, he had 14 free throws, 12 of them coming in the second half the last time these two teams met. Uh... This is what I see in Moran. As good as he is, he, he, especially when he's driving to the basket, he puts himself in awkward shooting positions, and, and the slightest little bump really knocks him off course. He, I'm, I'm, that's probably the reason he could be able to get to the free throw line so well. Well, he's already had six tonight. He'll have seven when we come back from this timeout. The Jazz trail at 23-19 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. 
despite having lost a few of these games, we've been a lot more connected. We've done a lot of good things. And as a group, we've stood together and resilient in a time that without Don, without really guys in and out of lineup. And, you know, we're just trying to find our way regardless of the situation. And regardless of the losses, I think we're heading in the right direction as far as staying connected. We have our lapses here and there, but that can come from just, we're not used to playing with certain guys and certain guys are using to playing in certain minutes. So it's just about once we get it all back together, I think we'll start to feel a little bit better about ourselves. Mike Conley, the great former Grizzly, with some positive comments about the way the Jazz have played as of late, despite losing nine of their last 11. John Morant's about to take his seventh free throw of the game. Here's what Taylor Jenkins said before the game about reacting to John Morant becoming an all-star starter. As soon as it was announced, the guards, it was Steph Curry and everyone's on, you know, pins and needles. I yelled out, yes, 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 multiple times. So proud of Ja, so proud of this team. That's, you know, as I said, you know, uh, Ja's work has gotten him to this point, you know, gotten him this uh, accomplishment recognition, but also the team to put one of your own into the All-Star game is very special. And for me as a head coach to have, you know, one of our players for the first time in the All-Star game is, is a testament to him, testament to this team. Super proud, got to talk to him last night and uh, he was with his family enjoying the moment. A great night. Ja makes the second free throw. Jazz bring it up. Clarkson misses the three. Contra and Tilly play give and go. Back and forth. Hot potato on the left wing. Finally, Tilly shoots it. Misses the three. Offense ruined. Tip back out. Melton of the Grizzlies has it. Into the post, it's Clark. Clark over the smaller. Clarkson misses. Rebound comes down to Rudy Gay on the near side. Bounce pass to House. Back to Gay. Rotates to Clarkson. Clarkson drives on Contra. Into the lane. Stops. No look pass to the corner. It's Pascal for three. It's good. 24-22, Grizzlies by two. 2.18 left here in the first quarter. John ja Moran on the right wing. Half court set. Grizzlies in the half court are the 23rd ranked offensive team in the league. Three by Melton is up and in. I swear he's shooting like 28% from three this year. And always seems to come to life against the Jazz. When you run into guys like that, it's like... It gets fired. Clarkson guarded by Contour. Beats him, but then the good help defense stops him. He travels. They don't call it. He fades away with a shot. Misses. Switches pivot feet. Unless you can do that after the fact. Here comes Melt trying to fast break. Pass deflected. Knocked away by House. Picked up by Gay. Baseball bounce pass up ahead to Daniel House. And he'll rise up and rock the house with a two-hand dunk. Beautiful bounce pass there by Rudy Gay. 27-24. Jazz staying tight. 120 left in the first quarter. Morant to the front court. Morant still not a great three-point shooter, but much better. Back cut Clark. Gay tries to stop at the rim. Can't as Pascal played the top side, and Clark just read it. Morant with a beautiful dime. That's his second assist of the game. Layup good, 29-24. Rudy Gay left side, driving on Tilly. Flares it out to House. House ball fakes and tries to dive into Morant, draws the foul. It's interesting, Ron. Morant's not a very good defensive player, and you know the Jazz want to get him in action, so they just haven't had a lot of... We haven't, at least in my call tonight, haven't said Morant defending very often. It's amazing how well teams can hide certain defenders. Well, I think you have to make an effort to put him in some kind of action plays here, and, and maybe sometimes every, day, every time down the floor just to see how the defense is going to react. And then, and then on the other side, if you start doing that, that's when we get stagnant. We're not moving the ball and doing that. So yeah. It's a tough catch, 22. First free, free throw from House is good. Tell me something. Did that sound like a, a basketball play there by House? 
Did that look like a basketball play? Oh, you trying to say he might not deserve that? Well, he jumped forward, you know, after Morant was already in the air. Jazz good first quarter offensively with 26 points. They've been scoring seven points less per game without Donovan. From 115 to 108. Jazz are four and five this year without Donovan. And frankly, the real stories are without Don and without Rudy. And there aren't many teams in the NBA, if you take their two best players off the floor, that win a lot of games. Free throws are good. Jazz down two. Melton's playing the point. Gives it off to Clark. Clark's working Rudy Gay. Turns in the lane. Little eight-foot shot in the middle. Pops out. Rebound Clarkson. 37 seconds left in the quarters. Clarkson works the left side, looking two for one. Drives the left hand. Kicks to the corner. It's House from the right wing, and it's up and in. House, who fractured his finger three days on a shooting hand, three days before getting signed by the Jazz. Still dealing with that. Jazz lead at 30 to 29. Clark, left side to Jaron Jackson Jr. Puts it on the deck, lobs it high to Clark, who gets up above the cup and tosses it in. Boy, most of his points have come at the rim here so far. He's six foot seven, and boy, he gets up in the air. He has some legs on. 10 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock's off. Conley and Clarkson, two-man game. Conley just fires the three. Back rim, no good. Jackson rebounds with four seconds left. Out to Bain. Big steps. Long three. Rimmed it. The Grizzlies will lead at the end of one. 31-30 in a fun offensive first quarter as the Jazz offense comes to match the Grizz tonight so far on the Jazz Radio Network. John Morant shoots just one of six, still scores seven points, has five rebounds and three assists in the first quarter. Jazz got a balanced attack. Daniel House came off the bench on his second 10-day contract for eight, and Royce O'Neal gave the Jazz six, and the Jazz trail at 31 to 30 at this point. So get ready to start the second quarter. Ron, what were your thoughts on that first quarter? Well, I was impressed, very much impressed. I just like to see the Jazz uh, with more cutters on the offensive end, but very impressed with the way they're handling things right now. As long as they keep Morant from going crazy and getting off the free throw line. Conley throws a soft pass. Jackson overplays it, steals it, takes it the other way, and lays it up and in. Jazz come out of the second quarter with Mike Conley, Daniel House, Rudy Gay, Eric Pascal, and Jordan Clarkson on the floor. They're switching one through five defensively. Can the Jazz keep penetrating and moving the ball? Here's Clarkson working the top. The rookie Williams gets him to his left hand. Clarkson comes back to his right, flares it out to Conley, jump stops, drives Jackson, kicks to the corner to Gay, rotates to House. Shot clock's about to expire. House lets it fly. It's good. Well, what a catch and shoot there. I mean, the ball never did come down. He caught it in his face. And he let it fly. House, about a 36% career three-point shooter, makes that one, ties us at 33. Jackson drives the left baseline. Rudy Gay defending. Jazz on a string, nicely cut him off, but then Bain gets in the lane, ball fakes clutch, and he bites and lays it up and in. Good initial defense from the Jazz. Quinn Snyder's pregame was much about how the Jazz have to get better defensively without a traditional center on the floor. Conley, right-hand drive in the lane, flares it out. House again, this time from the right side, and oh, everything in this house is gorgeous right now. Eddie House is jealous of this house. The great shooting Eddie House we used to know, and Daniel House is putting on that kind of display. Three for three. 
four of four for overall. 14 points off the bench, and Taylor Jenkins wants a timeout. He needs a house call. Oh, I'm getting them all in at once. Timeout on the floor of the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs> The year was 2011. Paul Millsap scored 30 in a 108-100 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves, which halted a six-game Jazz losing streak. I, you know, I, I think with Paul, it's a, it's a credit to, to him as a person that he just added something every year that he came back. Every single year he came back, he got better. You know, I, I think people tend to forget that he led the NBAA in rebounding three straight years. So you knew he could do that at whatever level he was going to play at. Fun to hear Kevin O'Connor and Paul Millsap. One of the great ones. Mil Millsap currently still in Brooklyn, but they're supposedly going to try to move him, give him a better opportunity. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Here, the Jazz have a 36-35 lead because Daniel House has 14 points. And Daniel House just picked up a foul here. This is something I'd like, I'm seeing the Grizzlies do, that I'd like to see the Jazz do a little bit more of backdoor plays keep the defense honest so they can get more threes. Contra gives it to Bain, pick and roll, driving lane, misses, rebound comes down to House. Jazz playing small with Pascal, Gay, Conley, Clarkson, and House. Gay down low, ball fakes, two defenders out of the way, and then lost the basketball on the way back up. He gets going fast right now. He's having a hard time holding on to the basketball. 36-35, Jazz by one. Grizzlies have won 14 of their last 17. Here's Bain averaging a career high in his second season and gives it to Jackson, drives the lane, turns it over. Conley on the run, trailing his house, gets caught in the air, throws it over Clarkson's head and out of bounds. Yeah, he got up in the air because he thought he could throw the pass back to Conley coming down the middle of the floor. All of a sudden he's, he's covered. Now you have nowhere to go. Grizzlies on a given night. Morant's going to take about 20 shots. And then Brooks takes 16. He's not available tonight. So Bain at 14 and Jackson at 14 will get a few extras. Off the bench, you'll see Melton with nine, Tyus Jones with seven, that sort. So that's kind of how they distribute As Jackson drives here, falls to the ground, misses the layup, rebound, tapped out. Pascal has it. Gives to Conley, trailing his gay through the lane, playing bumper cars with the Grizzlies defenders, and a foul called on the Grizzlies. And Rudy Gay will go to the line. Grizzlies are short a few guys. Kyle Anderson is not available for them tonight. And Tyus Jones is not available for them tonight. Tyus Jones is their high assist, low turnover backup point guard. It's been about as good as any backup point guard in the NBA. And then Dylan Brooks. So without those three guys, you're seeing more minutes out of Melton tonight. Cam, uh, Kim Tilly's playing, who doesn't usually play. So a little bit of a depth issue for Memphis tonight. And obviously the Jazz without Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell have their own. Frankly, on the Jazz end, there's just a lot of shots to go around, right, Bron? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Conley's, I'm sorry, Donovan averaging 20 shots a ball game. Uh, Rudy's up to about seven or eight. And so there's 21. Go Mitchell shots. Clarkson usually takes 14. Bogdanovich 13. Conley 11. Rudy Gay 7. Joe Ingles 6. And there's 29 others to be handed out tonight between Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell not being there. 
Desmond Bain finds a back-cutting contour for a dunk. That's what Ron Boone's talking about. So where are they running their cuts from, Ron, and how are they running? Usually it's from the weak side of the floor. Sometimes it's when you're going from left to right. Uh, you, you start looking at whether the pick-and-roll is going to be able to turn the corner sharply, and all of a sudden your man goes back door and they're getting some And is layups. this their Pascal, right-hand drive to the basket, gets it blocked by Jaron Jackson, then Pascal knocks it back out of bounds himself. Yeah, you see the difference there. Pascal goes into Jackson, but does not get the call. Ron, they're 28th in the league in three-point shooting, amount of three-point shots. The Jazz are first in the most amount. Is that the difference, that they're willing to come off the three-point line to cut where the Jazz are staying out there for the three-point shot as Jackson drives on game, finishes with a left hand to cut for two? Yeah, that could have a lot to do with that. I mean, this team plays a lot in transition, but they don't run transition to score to shoot threes. They run transitions to score wherever on the floor. Clarkson, right wing to Gay. Free throw line extended. One dribble back out to Clarkson. They're switching one through five. Clarkson will walk himself into a rhythm three and nail it. And the Jazz lead it 40-39, to 39, playing without the services of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell tonight. Jazz are 8 of 16 from three. Grizzlies are 3 of 7. If Jazz are going to win this game, as Baines pull up jumpers, no good. Clarkson rebounds. That's how the Jazz are going to win tonight, Ron. They're going to have a huge math advantage as Clarkson gets it knocked away from behind in a foul. Steven Adams is getting ready to check in the game. He hasn't untaped his ice bag or his ice bandage on his right ankle. He couldn't look more like he just strolled out of, I don't know where. He's got like, his jacket's undone. He's got ace bandage trailing behind him as he walks. Now the ice bag falls out. The trainer comes and gets it all. Steven Adams is still the best interview of any player in the NBA. The friendliest, nicest guy with a great demeanor and always making you laugh. He and Whiteside both check in. Forrest drives. Two defenders come to him. Stops in the lane. Kicks out to Clarkson. Open three. Takes one dribble to settle himself. Fires and misses. Gay gets the rebound. Gives to Bogey. He wasn't quick to shoot it. Jazz have it now. Clarkson on the left wing. Guarded by Contour, who he has been taking most of the night. Fadeaway jumper. Left side. Rattles around and in. Jazz lead it. 42-39. Jazz's largest lead tonight is six. Grizzlies' largest lead is five. So it's been a close game. Here's Williams, the rookie out of Stanford, driving. Very low percentage shooter, but not tonight. He's four for four as he floats that one up in it. Yeah, that's the first time he didn't get one at the rim. Yeah, his other, it's scary how low his shooting percentage is when you consider how many often he gets that fast break dunk. Clarkson drives with the right hand on the rookie. Lost the basketball. It's on the ground. Contra dies for it. Outlets the bank. Grizzlies are the number one team in the NBA in transition in the NBA. They play the most transition possessions. And the number ja- one in steals. The Jazz get down, back defensively. Jackson drives, shoves off on Rudy Gay, turns the basket, lays it up and in. No call. Quinn Snyder can't believe it, calls him, wants a timeout. They don't call the timeout. Clarkson drives, gets bumped, brings it back out up top. I thought, I thought Snyder wanted timeout out of frustration there. Here comes Gay, left side. This pass deflected, turnover. Outlet Desmond Bain. Bunch of Jazz players not running back. So Bain's wide open for three and he hits it. With such confidence in your three-point shooting that you stop a three-on-two break. You stop and take a three-point shot. Well, Whiteside and Gay trusted this three-point shooting too. Timeout on the floor. Memphis has regained the lead 46-42 on the Jazz Radio Network. Leave Tulane here with your play for more player profile. 
Donovan Mitchell articulates what he had to prove as a player in order to elevate his game to become an all-star and elevate the Jazz as a team. I've been pretty much an underdog my whole life, unknown my whole life. So coming into this year was kind of different, and it takes some time to get used to. Now it's like you just got to put in more work. You got to be mentally ready. We have a lot of guys who have been the underdogs their whole lives. Like you have a guy like Joe Ingles. No one, like I didn't know who Joe Ingles was coming into training camp. I thought he was just the old guy who I could just kick his butt every time we played pickup, and I was wrong. <laughs> little fun there. Donovan Mitchell's getting a little bit better, but now returning to conditioning is the issue for him. Grizzlies have already taken in this game 14 shots at the rim. They lead at 46-42. Looks like maybe even a zone defense this time from the Grizzlies as Clarkson gets in the lane, kicks out to Bogdanovich, bogey back out to Clarkson, catch and shoot three, air ball. This is the team that, you know, they'll mix things up. Half-court defense sometimes in a zone. I mean, they, they, they mix it up quite a bit. Drop the big. They've switched. Top to Morant. Comes off an Adams pick with a clear side. Drives in the body of Whiteside. That's Whiteside's third foul. And Morant will get his eighth and ninth free throws of the game. Whiteside's played nine minutes tonight. Actually started the game very active and involved, but he's now got three fouls in nine minutes. Well, he, he steps into drivers. Uh, you want to cut him off. Quinn Snyder want to consider challenging that. Free throw from Morant is no good. Here's a shorter cut of Quinn Snyder before the game tonight talking about Jazz defense in the half court. I thought we did some good things. There was a few things late where we didn't get the execution that we wanted, and that always sticks out. I thought our guards, our perimeter guys, did an excellent job executing the game plan. And their focus, particularly on Booker and CP, and I know you know it didn't look like that with Booker when you look at the stat line, but when you watch the game, with the exception of that first quarter, which was primarily transition in the foul line, to your point, in the half court, we were pretty solid. I was against the Phoenix Suns the other night. Jazz making a lot of inroads without Rudy getting better. Morant misses both free throws. Pascal drives to the rack on Adams, rises up at the cup, and is fouled by Adams. Eric Pascal is so strong and powerful, and he gets up quicker than anyone realizes. It does take him a second foot down for him to vault up, so the defender's often able to recover as was the case here, but this time Adams fouled him. Yeah, he's a two-foot jumper, especially when he gets around the basket. But as you mentioned, he's so strong, and he jumps hard, which means he just doesn't jump just to put it over the rim. It's like he's jumping the dunk or put it high off the glass, and so you have to make a good play in order to, uh, to block his shot. Trent Forrest checks out. Forrest tonight, nine minutes, no points, one rebound, no assists. Ingles comes in. So Ingles is going to play the point guard here. Joe is running about 10% fewer pick and rolls. Well, actually, Joe's running about 50% fewer pick and rolls than he did a year ago. He ran 20% of our pick and rolls a year ago, 10% this year. Here's Morant. Jazz, I'm not sure the defense right now. Melton drives in the lane to the cup. Another layup. Whatever the defense was, it wasn't good. Trying to see if they're forcing to the middle of the floor. They're getting to the middle of the floor quite a bit. I know Morant was able to go to his left and come back to the right hand to the middle of the floor. We've seen a number of back doors hit the middle of the floor. Whiteside playing nine minutes. Gobert out. Memphis is getting to the rim at an alarming rate. Pascal at the top. Shoots the three over Adams. Front rimmed it. Morant rebounds. 
Aren't many players in the league that have the numbers Morant has this year. They're all all-star starters. They're yeah. named Durant and Doncic. Doncic is not a starter, actually, and LeBron. Those are the guys. All of them, but Doncic are starters. Melton driving, misses, gets his own rebound past Clarkson. Kicks back out to Williams, who's not a good shooter. Long, lanky athlete. Top to Morant. Pascal has him on a mismatch. Jazz shade his way. Morant attacks in the lane. Falls awkwardly. May have just sprained an ankle. Oh, that did not look good. Foul on Pascal. Morant drove, tried to set his foot. It turned. And he is sitting on a chair in the front row, untying and tying his shoes. Yeah, he did turn his ankle. Look, looked like he may have stepped on Pascal's foot. The right foot went down. Then the left foot turned to the left on the outside. I want to see who they call the foul on. Well, Pascal, Pascal. body bumped him. That turn, that ankle really turned. Yeah. Morant hobbling. I'll tell you what, if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm not, I mean, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, so I shouldn't say that, but my quick reaction to that is like, you're not playing another minute tonight yeah, after it, I see, and you're my franchise, and you turn your ankle like that. Yeah, it did turn, and as long as, I, I think you can live with spraying ankles as long as it's not an inside sprain. So does it matter if the fact it turned out makes it better than if it had turned in? It, it, well, it heals faster, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Morant makes the free throw. That is his 10th free throw of the first half. Well, he's missed four. He just missed two in a row. And now he makes, makes these two. Yeah. Well, if you're ever going to have a play where you isolate a guy and see if he can move defensively, this would be the one. That, and you can count on them icing that knee, uh, ankle rather, at halftime quite a bit. Clarkson drives, Adams drops, kick back to Ingles, drives on Melton, jump stop in the lane, out to Pascal in the wing, stolen by Melton. Great defensive play. Melton going coast to coast the other way, lays it up and in. That was a heck of a play. Got right into the dribble lane there of. And Melton's got 10. Grizzlies lead the league in steals per game and block shots. Clarkson driving, scoops to Pascal, goes to the lane, misses the layup. Grizzlies by eight, their largest lead of the game, and on the run. Morant stops for three angle left and nails it. Grizzlies by 11. A 16-2 run. Ingles at the point with O'Neal, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, and Pascal. Conley's played nine minutes and has not come back in the game. I wonder if he's not all right. Strange that Mike has not checked back. He's waiting to check back in, so maybe they're trying to reduce his minutes. Jazz O'Neal misses a three. Here's Moran at the top. Morant's got himself 12 points tonight. Driving, spinning, double team. Hangs in the lane, kicks it back out to Melton. He'll take a three. He'll miss. Rebound tapped by Adams. Bogdanovich going after it. Adams bumps Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich saves it off his own leg. It's going to be Grizzly ball. They play hard. They're not waiting for anything to happen. They go get it done. Boy, it really like there was a lot of contact with Adams into... Bogdan Adams actually reached around Bogdanovich and saved it into Bogdanovich. While Bogey was trying to let it go out of bounds. Melton inbounds to the second man cutting the lane. It's Moran. He lays it up and in. That's a pretty good play, actually. I'd like, I'm going to go back and watch that one. Taylor Jenkins. Zaire Williams came through the lane. The defense shifted. Then Moran was the second guy through. Nobody was there anymore. Conley's in the game. Conley may be on a minute restriction, it seems. Left side, Pascal for three is good. Really have no explanation of why Mike Conley would only have played nine minutes tonight. 
And, and has not really shot the basketball. He's only had two attempts. Morant coming off the sprained ankle, drives the lane, throws it back out. Conley steals it. Ingles outlets to Bogdanovich at the cup. Layup good. Jazz back to within not eight. 57-49. Contour to the elbow to Adams. Spent the early parts of his career in San Antonio. He was actually part of, excuse me, Houston. Sorry, Oklahoma City. He was part of the James Harden trade. In the lane, Tilly throws it back out. Conley with a steal. Morant trailing. Conley tries to lay it up. He misses. Morant's presence and maybe the fact he blocked the ball off the top of the glass earlier and caught it was enough for Conley to remember. Fast break the other way. Morant lays it up and in. A passing of the guard right there from one former Grizzly great to the newest great, John Morant. Bounce pass to O'Neal, rotates to Pascal, gives to Bogey. Angle left three. It is up. It is no good. Bogey is just off and seems reluctant to shoot. He's 0 for 5 from 3. And coming in the last five games, shooting 28% from 3. Morant in the post, retreats out. Now comes back in, reverse side layup, no good. Rebound comes back to Conley. Jazz down 10, 133 to play. Conley rotates to Bogey. Catch, go and catch, draws a foul on Tilly. You know what I love about Memphis run? When there's a timeout, look how tired their guys are. All their guys, whenever the whistle stops, you look, they're all just like grabbing their shorts, using that moment because they, they're so committed to running. They play with such a tempo. They play the most transition possessions of anyone in the league. Morant's exhausted right now. 124 left in the quarter. Conley comes off a pick, floats it inside to Royce. Adams comes over beautifully in rotation. O'Neal in the lane, kicks back top to Ingles. Straight down the barrel three for Joe. Gets in the cup and pops out. And it's somewhat symbolic of Joe's season right there. That couldn't have been more in and then popped out. He's one for four. Jazz all of a sudden are nine of 23 from three. At one point they were eight of 16 in the quarter. After shooting 5 of 13 in the first quarter, they're suddenly struggling. Morant drives, kicks out. Melton, right side three is short. O'Neal rebounds. Jazz down 10, 45 seconds left. Ingles drives, a lot of contact. He's fouled by Bain. Jazz shot eight of their first 16. They're one of their last seven from three. They're now shooting 42%. Grizzlies are living at the basket tonight. The Grizzlies have taken 19 shots at the rim already in this game. They lead the league in points in the paint. They are 16 of 27 tonight in the paint. Ingles free throw is good. Jazz down nine without Donovan, without Rudy. Memphis without Brooks, Anderson, and Jones. Speaking of Jones, Brad Jones, jazz, former Jazz assistant and Salt Lake Stars head coach on the bench with Taylor Jenkins in Memphis. Got a chance to be the head coach a few games while Taylor was out with protocol. 59-51. Morant working left side. Pulls back for three. Misses. Rebound goes out of bounds. Jazz ball. I get that right there, by the way, letting that ball go out of bounds. If you think you can't grab it, but if you can grab it, it's a chance for transition. So you should grab that ball and go. 
27 seconds left in the quarter, 18 seconds on the shot clock. Conley working the top. Mike has not scored tonight. High pick and roll. Mike kicks it to Bogdanovich, drives to the left hand, jump stops in the lane, skip pass to the corner, deflected out of bounds. Bogey's pretty far off right now, everybody. He's battling, he's playing with that finger, he's trying to do the best he can. He does not look comfortable in any aspect of his game. He's two of eight from the field, 0 of five from three, shooting 39% since the finger injury and 28% from three. He's got the white tape on tonight, though. Inside to, inbound to Pascal, two on the shot clock. He'll launch the three, no good. Morant grabs his eighth rebound of the first half. Morant to the front court, attacking Conley, into the lane, to the cup, layup, no at the horn. And Morant ends up in the fourth row, diving over fans. And Morant's smart. He found the biggest guy in the whole crowd sitting in the front row. And used him as a pillow. A little softer landing, you think? He did, man. That guy was an offensive lineman at one point for the Memphis uh, University of Memphis football team. I'm telling you, had to be. And Morant, like, used him as his pillow. We're at the half, 59-51. Jazz down eight on the Jazz Radio Network. like the most serious conversation here in the studio about a company that like has found the cure for sickle cell. Now we're going to talk basketball. It seems really weird. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's do that, David. Mike Conley comes to the front court. Jazz trail at 59-51. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Left wing Mike Conley pops out for an open three and hits. Mike Conley had not had a field goal in the first half. So that was a design set play to get him going. It's usually Boyan's play. This time they ran up with Mike Conley. 59-55. Jazz without Donovan and Rudy Knight within five. Here's Desmond Bain working left to right. Royce O'Neal gets buried off a pick. Staggered as Bain steps back and hits the three. I say Boyan's play. Boyan usually runs, runs it the most. I mean, that's anyone. They, they can run that play for anyone. Ingles hands it back to Conley right wing. Top to Mike. Between, to Joe between the circles. Flaring to the wing is Conley. He had a shooting window. Still has a shooting window. Still shoots it. But misses this time. Bain rebounds. Bain might have the best biceps in the NBA. He swings left side to Morant. Left hand drive for the gangly Morant. Puts up a right hand floater in the paint. Scores it over white side for two. And the Grizzlies are back up 10. Grizzlies led by as many as 13. Jazz had a brief six point lead. Conley off a white side pick. Pick and roll. Adams dropping. Conley gets tripped up. No whistle, no foul. Quinn Snyder can't believe it. Alex Jensen pops off the bench. Can't believe it. Jump ball is going to be called here. Conley just didn't fall on the floor by himself. The officials are almost confused at their own lack of whistle here. Conley comes around the pick, steps on the foot of Morant, falls to the ground. And I don't know what they're... Timeout, Utah. I don't know what he can ch- Quinn can challenge. There was no call. Quinn has the green light on as though he's challenging. Now Quinn, I don't think, wants to challenge. But the Jazz have called a timeout. There's nothing for Quinn to challenge. Quinn 
will huddle up with is is talking to the young official there, Susha Meta in his second year. Briefly, a little bit last year, Donovan's on his right shoulder. Quinn's giving him an earful, and we'll take that timeout a little earlier than expected. One minute and 15 seconds in, as Quinn now works with Dedrick Taylor and Pratt, Pat Frayer to try to straighten this out. And timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. Bounce pass up ahead to Daniel House, and he'll rise up and rock the house with a two-hand dunk. Kicks to the corner. It's House from the right wing, and it's up and in. Rotates to House. Shot clock's about to expire. House lets it fly. It's good. House again, this time from the right side, and oh, everything in this house is gorgeous right now. Daniel House had the quarter to lead the Jazz and keep them in this ballgame with 14 off the bench in the first half. That's your WCF Insurance player spotlight. On that last play a moment ago, the ruling was that Conley had possession and the Jazz called a timeout, so they got it out of bounds. There was nothing to review. Jazz inbound it. Whiteside hits a nice little hook shot, and the Jazz are back within 8, 64-56. Old school post play by Whiteside. Foul on Bogdanovich. Now Morant working the lane, puts up a right-hand floater, misses Adams tipping it. Conley sneaks underneath the big New Zealander and gets the rebound. Here comes the left-handed Conley. Leaves it behind for O'Neal. Breaks the paint in the lane. Left-hand scoop too hard off the glass. Whiteside tipping it up and in. Whiteside, who at times this year has been criticized for lack of energy, actually felt like he had a lot of juice tonight, Ron, but he got in foul trouble as he's got three tonight as Jackson drives, steps through, and scores over Whiteside. Grizzlies by 8, 66-58, to play here, third quarter. One timeout already been used. Ingles at the top, guarded by Morant, goes to his right, drives the lane off balance, falling to the ground, throws the pass, and it gets knocked out of bounds. Yeah, Lurky is trying to draw the contact, but also pass to the sideline for a three-point shot. Last year, Joe Ingles' pick and roll was very effective, about 1.1 point per pick and roll. But he has not found that rhythm yet this year. And as much as we think about him with favors and everything, his real pick and roll buddy is Rudy Gobert. And Ingles gets a five-second violation, can't get the ball in bounds. That last possession with Joe driving to the basket ahead and going to his right. It's not. He's being guarded by Morant. They're hiding Morant on Ingles right now, and so the Jazz are trying to get Morant, get Ingles involved. Here's Morant at the top, guarded by Conley. High pick and roll, comes off, and we have a whistle and a foul as Jaron Jackson sets the foul. Picking Mike Conley and then holding on to him, and that's the foul. Taylor Jenkins looking a little bit like a grizzly bear on the sidelines with his arms folded, looking up at the call to see what he thinks of it. Conley conducting traffic with the left arm, dribbling with the right as he brings to the front court, swings to the wing to Bogdanovich, resets Conley at the top. Off a white side pick and a right-hand dribble, low, snaking back to the left hand, high scooping scoring is Mike Conley, bringing back Grizzly fans' memories of what he did for for the Grizzlies for many years. 66-60, Jazz with six. Desmond Bain left side, averaging 18 a game in his second year. Top to Morant, their leading scorer, an all-star starter, 26 a game. Grant working Conley, isolation, one-on-one, spins in the lane, Whiteside cuts him off, pass gets deflected, picked up by Adams and dumped. Well, the coaching staff talked a lot about Conley's defense as, as though it's underrated, and he's defending Morant right now. 
Conley at the top, splits the double team, gets in the window, switches right to left, fouled and finishes. He will buy it. He will get one free. Yes. Splits two defenders, dribbling very low to the floor, and then that little runner he likes to shoot from right about the dotted line. Well, they have Instead of having John Moran on Mike Conley, they have Zaire Williams on him. And Jackson picks up his third. And right? last time, ja and Jaron Jackson switched on him this time. Jackson's always been a bit foul-prone in his career. Mike Conley hits the free throw. He and St. Jude's did a lot of work together. Mike did tremendous, tremendous work, philanthropy work, along with his wife and Mary in Memphis. They are beloved. Bain around to Curl, catches in the lane, hits a free throw line jumper. Grizzlies, who score the most points in the paint in the league, are living in the paint. They have 16 field goals at the rim and are now 3 of 10 in the paint non-restricted. 70 to 63. White side at the elbow, gives to Conley at the top. Williams trailing, Conley drives, snakes around the underneath, gives to Ingles, resets Conley in the corner. Guarded by the 6'7", Williams, he drives the lane, jump pass, throws to the corner and out of bounds. Grizzlies have great length, and they're taking advantage of it right now. John Morant, obviously, long at 6'5", as their point guard, and then Zaire Williams, the rookie out of Stanford, is 6'9", 195, and he is guarding Mike Conley. Bain, who's 6'4", and strong, guarded by Royce O'Neal, about the same size. Those are similarly sized guys. Here's Williams, not a good shooter, fires a three and misses. Rebound comes down to Conley. Jazz down 7, 7.25 to play here in the quarter. Third quarter it is. Driving, Bogdanovich off the window and scores it. Boyan had a tough first half, two for not, two for eight. That's his first field goal of the second half. Yeah, drive right at Jaron Jackson. He's got three fouls. I mean, just keep going directly at him. Morant right side, loose with the dribble, loses it, squirts over to O'Neal. Bain is back, O'Neal in the front court, looking his options, finds Ingles. Three, wide open, left side, missed it. Joe Ingles is one for five from three tonight. His struggles continue. Morant blows by Ingles to the rack, dunks it. We have an offensive foul on Steven Adams, who played road grader through the lane, clearing the way for Morant. And a slam dunk. Boy, really feeling for Joe Ingles. Since he's come back from COVID, he's shooting 34% from three. Shot 44% all of last year. He's one for five again tonight. He shot 35% overall. These officials are going to talk it over. They may have kept uh, right side with his arms wrapped around. Now, the baseline official probably couldn't see the arms of Whiteside, but the outside official probably could see Whiteside's arm around the chest. Well, they but they're not, not going to change the anything. They're going to basically, Taylor Jenkins gonna have to, would have to challenge it. Yeah. Jenkins doesn't change his demeanor much over there. He actually was an intern for Quinn Snyder in Austin. Here's Trent Forrest, guarded now by Williams as Conley goes out. Forrest pretty quiet first half. One hand pass to O'Neal to the right wing. He takes the in and out right hand dribble. Taps it to his left. Brings it back to his right. Gets in the blue paint. Chest out to Bogdanovich. Bogey crosses over on Tilly. Attacks Adams. Flips it up. No good. Loose ball rebound. Morant has it. Grizzlies run more than any team in the league. Morant for three. Good. Memphis Grizzlies will get you on offensive rebounding and in transition. They run the most transition possessions of any team in the league. And Morant's got 21 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Here's Forrest. 10 minutes did not have an assist or a point. 
Bogdanovich, right side drive, working on Tilly, puts it off the glass, draws the contact. He'll finish it as well. Donovan Mitchell is calling Trent Forrest over to the sideline right now to talk to him a little bit. Steven Adams is having a conversation with Dedrick Taylor, which really looks like a monster and like a minion. And Vince LaGarza, long conversation with Quinn Snyder. Who else is talking? Uh, Alex Jensen <laughs> is off the bench talking as well. A lot of, lot of coaching and communication goes on in this game as Bogdanovich makes the free throw and the Jazz hanging tough. Without Donovan, without Rudy, they're within five of the Memphis Grizzlies who are 33-17. and 17. Morant drives, no look pass. Tilly layup up and in. Ron, you made a brilliant point earlier tonight. This team just cuts and slices. They're going to give up the threes to be able to get those shots at the rim. And so if you were Walt Frazier, you would say slice and dice. I you? would, but I'm not Walt. <laughs> yeah. But I can steal one tonight if you want me to. Here's Bogdanovich working the lane on a two-man game with Whiteside. Kicks out to Forrest. They're hiding Morant on Forrest right now. They hide Morant defensively all night. Now Clarkson guarding him. Clarkson beats him but throws his arm back up and hits Morant in the face. Morant is not a good defensive player. In fact, they were last in the league defensively this year when Morant got hurt. And then they started winning. When Morant got hurt and their defense got good, and it was undeniable, and since then, Morant's been better defensively. Here's Morant attacking to the rim, fouled by Whiteside. That'll be Assange's fourth. It's too bad. Assange played pretty well tonight, but he is in foul trouble. That is his fourth foul in 15 minutes. He's been averaging about four fouls a ball game, and all of his fouls come with players attacking the basket. And most of them are body, body fouls there by... Westside. Jazz are minus three with Hassan on the floor and minus four with him off the floor tonight. Just a quiet, easy 22 points here for Moran. It doesn't feel quiet to me. It feels like he's been pretty dominating, but I'll give you that if you want it. Well, I mean, it's not like he's put a string of points together. No, I mean, he started right first quarter. He's one of six. Yeah, and but look. He's only six of 15. (laughs) It's been 12 free throws tonight. Yeah, eight for 12 at the at the free throw line. Second free throw is no good. He's now 8 of 13. 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists for the All-Star starter. Here's Forrest. Left wing to Clarkson. Jordan's 3 of 7. 7 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Crossing over, falling to the ground. Turns it over. Bogdanovich drives and rips it away. Then they rip it away from Bogdanovich, and Morant has it. Morant throws the lob. Brandon Clark lays it up and in. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Memphis Grizzlies lead the NBA in steals and blocks, and the Grizzlies have eight steals now to go with their four blocks, eight live ball turnovers, and the Grizzlies have 16 points off the Jazz, 13 turnovers tonight on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. Because Sacramento was the team that, between now and the trade deadline, the one team where there could have been a one-to-one trade, where they wouldn't have needed multiple teams to do a deal. But the asking price for Sacramento is too high. Hmm. And now we're within two weeks of the trade deadline, and Sacramento's been telling teams yesterday, today, we are engaged with you on doing a deal. And for Philadelphia, if they do a deal that doesn't bring back a package that allows them to compete for a championship, It doesn't make any sense. 
The trade rumors heating up February 10th right around the corner, and Sacramento is supposedly pulled out of the Ben Simmons conversation. Many people thought Sacramento was the most desperate and the most active for Ben Simmons, but have pulled out of those conversations. We'll see whether that stays to be the case. John Morant just gets called for a foul here as we bring it back to action. The Grizzlies are back up by 10. And yeah, I think that was going to be on Tilly. Oh, did Tilly push him into? Yeah. Yes. Tilly pushed Bogdanovich into Morant. Sorry about that. Here's Trent Forrest. They switch Tilly on him. Forrest breaks him down with a crossover drive and throws it away. Trent Forrest tonight's played 12 minutes. He has 0.0 assists. Jazz without Mitchell and without Gobert. Clark at the elbow tries to spin on Pascal. He reads it beautifully, cuts him off. Clark then works the left side and rises up with huge elevation and floats the six-footer in. Yeah, you can see his legs. I mean, he has a great jumping ability. He just shoots shot right over the top there. 7-0 Grizzly run to take a 12-point lead. Clarkson dancing one-on-one, fading back, missing. Jordan's three for eight. Tilly on the push, leaves it behind for Morant, lobs it to Clark at the rim. Clarkson blocks the shot. O'Neal comes to the front court with a white headband and purple shoes, passes to Pascal. Down the lane, he'll dunk it and miss. Morant to the front court, running the other way, stepping by the Jazz defense. Clark at the rim, lays it up and in. Grizzlies run, are in transition more than any team in the NBA. Jazz are 27th in the NBA in transition defense. Here's Forrest. Gives to Clarkson. Mid-block left. It's Bogdanovich guarded by Morant. Skip pass over the top to Royce. He'll shoot the three and hit. Royce fifth shot attempt of the night. He's two for four from three. He's got nine points. Now three for four from three. He's got nine points, five rebounds. Forrest knocks the pass away. Steal. Here come the Jazz on the run. Well, tepidly. Wide open. Pascal. Left corner three. Air ball. Rebound Grizzlies. Morant throws it back out up top. Three for Melton in transition. Off the rim, no good. Running after it hard to the Grizzlies, but it scoots out of bounds to Kyle Anderson, who's in a red hoodie instead. Kyle Anderson dresses his game. Right? Like Russell Westbrook dresses his game. Kyle Anderson is in jeans and a red hoodie with a white T-shirt. Dylan Brooks dresses his game. He's in some fancy pants with cuts and pockets and 73 different cargo pockets with 16 different cuts and slices in the pants and his hair's all done up. And the guy that Dylan Brooks is right side also dresses his game as Trent Forrest bogarts Morant to the rack and scores it because that guy's got to be a rookie. And you want to know why I know the guy next to Dylan Brooks is a rookie? Because one, I don't recognize him. Two, he's on the bench wearing a Grizzlies jacket. He doesn't have enough money yet to buy all these other clothes. He's wearing a Grizzlies Letterman jacket sitting next to Dylan Brooks on the sidelines. Guys dress their game. Morant is flashy. He gets in the lane, kicks it out to Melton, drives on House. House cuts him off. Ball's loose till he picks it up. Back to Morant. 22 points. He shoots a three from the Grizzlies' ear, and it's an air ball. Surprised he did that. It was only about five seconds left on the clock, and he's quick enough to get within 15 feet. Yes. 10 feet away from the basket. I'm surprised he took that I shot. I agree with you. 4.9 was on the shot clock when he shot it from the grizzly ear of the logo at half court. Maybe he just wanted to show some range, huh? Showed he was short. No. 
82-73. Jazz trying to split the difference here and get closer by the end of the half. Clarkson, right out of the quarter. Clarkson, three right side, no good. Jordan's now three of nine. Here's Morant, attacking, cut off by Pascal. Morant, up and under moves, steps through Pascal, and lays it up and in. He's special. Pascal stopped the first time. Morant looked like he hit a brick wall, but he just stayed with it. Here's Jordan, driving again. Gets cut off, swings the top to Conley. Mike's got eight points all in the third quarter. Bounce pass through the lane, knocked away by Morant, picked up another steal for the Grizzlies. Coming to the front course, Melton. Clarkson cuts him off. Clarkson all over him in the backcourt. Back out to Morant. 142 left in the quarter. Morant gets set on Pascal. Takes a deep breath. He looks tired. Puts the ball between his legs without a dribble. Now crosses over. Pulls back. Attacks. Runs into Pascal again. Turns it over. Push ahead Conley with Tilly trailing. Leaves it behind for House. House puts it off the window. Misses the layup. Rebound. Contour. Melton on the push. Lobs up high. Brandon Clark kisses the rim and throws down two. Memphis by 13. Jazz have missed a lot of really easy dunks, layups, shots. They're just getting outrun now. Just shorthanded. No Donovan, no Rudy. Shows. Losers of nine of their last 11. Conley guarded by Tilly. Mike trying to dance free, can't get free. Gives to House, beautiful ball fake, drives to the racks. Finger roll, scoop, and a score. Daniel House has 16 to lead the Jazz scorers. There's a sentence you never thought I'd say this season. Morant being double teamed off the ball, skips it to Tilly. The Gonzaga Bulldogs three is no good. Tim Lacombe's like, you never missed that against me. 86-75, Jazz down by 11. They fought all night. Right now they're in the wrong side of a Mississippi River flood. Conley. Gets the switch he wants. Can he beat Tilly? Between the legs. Drives the left hand. Cut off. Step back three. Heavily contested. Perfectly thrown up there and right down the cylinder. Conley's got 11 points all here in the third quarter. Jazz back with an eight. Good fight by the Jazz. Here's Morant. Lobs to the rim. Nobody guarded Brendan Clark. He's got the whole game in control. And a soft inbound pass is stolen, but Tilly can't get the shot off in time. Contra can't get the shot off in time. John Morant is something else. When does Memphis come back to Salt Lake City? Get your tickets to watch this kid in person. He is something else. Tickets available at utahjazz.com. There's also a great Valentine's Day package going on for you right now. Jazz down 10, 88-78 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz are really battling, and the Memphis Grizzlies really come right at you all game long. Both of those can be true. Jazz down 10 here as we head to the fourth. 78-88 for 88-78. Only outscored the Jazz by two in that quarter, even though uh, they really looked lopsided there House for a wide open three. Right side is good, and the Jazz are back within seven. Offensive rating tonight for the Grizzlies is a 118. For the Jazz, it's a 104. Brendan Clark driving on Whiteside, who's had four fouls tonight. He floats it up and scores. Clark would say what last 
10 ball games are harder to Tyler. 66% there from effective field goal percentage. About 12 rebounds and six, I mean, 12 points, six rebounds a game. Rudy Gay contested three right side, hits the rim, no good. Good, Gay runs down the rebound, gets it, gets it out to Whiteside. Conley at the top. Conley's played 20 minutes, got 11 points, all in the third quarter. Left side to House, step back three for House, who's feeling it tonight, misses. Clark runs down the rebound. John Morant is off the floor. They're playing really without a point guard. Desmond Bain playing those, really a point guard. He's not a point guard. Driving, misses, and a foul. If it's on Whiteside, it's his. It is. No, I think it's, it's on House. Jazz trail it by nine, 90 to 81. First quarter, if you're just tuning in for your America First game summary. Offensive quarters, both teams were in the 30s. John Morant was just one of six in that quarter, but he had seven points, five rebounds, and three assists. Jazz hit three threes to stay in it. Grizzlies outscored the Jazz 28-21 in the second quarter. Morant got going. He had nine in that quarter, and the Grizzlies at one point went on an 18-2 run. Now it's 91-81. Now 92-81 is the free throw is good. Game summary brought to you by America First. For the finest financial services, visit AmericaFirst.com. Here's Conley. Right side to Gay. Quick release three for the former Grizzly. No good. White side battles, but can't pull down the rebound. Jazz are down 11. Contour comes to the front court. Top to Jaron Jackson. Working white side. Drives into his body. Gets to the window and scores. White side has been crestfallen with his foul trouble tonight. Four fouls in 16 minutes. Seemed to l- try to not foul there. Conley coming off a pick, tries, bounces to Whiteside, power dribble, goes into Jackson. Shot blocked by Jackson. Clark comes out the other side. Grizzlies have just young, athletic, rangy, energetic athletes. Jackson's three's no good. Here comes Gay on the rebound. Jackson had his fourth block. Left side three for Conley. Quickly up and in. Mike Conley with 14. Second half points. Three threes to go along with that. House leads the Jazz with 19. Bain, Jackson, Contour, Clark, and Xavier Williams are on the floor for the Grizzlies. John Contour is a six foot five point guard out of Purdue. And he drives the basket here and draws the foul. Contra in his second year. And he'll get free throws. Check that. He's in his third year, actually. Played 19 games in the 1920 season. And then 43 last year. And an undrafted player. Yep. Nice. Another around the fringes. This front office has been great. Shoots 41% from three. And they draft very different. And, and when I say they've been great around the edges, what's interesting, Ron, is they've kind of done it with all sorts of different players. Both Clark and Bain are older first-round draft picks. Then Xavier Williams is this kind of crazy top-10 pick, pure athlete, coming off a really no statistical basis for that pick collegiately. Ingles against what might be a zone. It is. House blocked by Jackson, his fifth block of the game. He is so long, jumps very, very quick. You just underestimate this shot-blocking ability. 
I thought early in the ball game he had blocked a couple of Boyan shots, and so Boyan was kind of rushing his shots there because he knew he was coming. Not sure Boyan has fully gotten his rhythm back from that tonight. Ronnie's 4 of 11, 0 for 5 from 3, and two of those threes, one of those was a three that he got blocked. And not in the ballgame. Conley, right wing to house, right corner to Gage, swings through, drives, jump stop at 5 feet out, hits the jumper. Jazz still hanging tough. They're within 10 with 9.23 left here. Grizzlies have won 14 of their last 17. Jazz have lost 9 of 11. Here's Bain driving at Whiteside. Puts up the floater and scores it with ease. The Grizzlies score the most points in the paint of any team in the NBA. They're 28th in the league in the amount of three-pointers they take. And you can see why. I mean, they are very good at penetrating, getting into the lane. Conley, deep three, short, long rebound, grabbed by Jackson, given to Bain. Conley tries to commit the Euro foul, instead knocks the ball out of bounds. Great defense by Mike. Jazz have Conley, Ingles, House, Gay, and Whiteside on the floor. Jazz without Donovan. Joe Ingles has five points, four rebounds, four assists tonight. Rudy Gay has five points, four rebounds, three assists. Bain comes with a left-hand dribble, snakes in lane, free-throw line jumper with Gay heavily contesting it, and Gay might have blocked it. It's an air ball. Whiteside pulls it out, gives to Conley. Jazz in a half-court set. Lob to Gay in the post, guarded by the very strong but short Desmond Bain. Turnaround, fadeaway jumper on the baseline, tickles the twine. Rudy Gay! Do we do enough of that? I mean, we don't have that many post-up players, but do we do enough of utilizing Boyan, Gay? And an offensive foul. Brendan Clark knocks Mike Colley to the ground. For the Jazz, still down 10. Trailed by as many as 14. Points in the paint tonight. Memphis 58, Utah 26. Conley walks by the bright yellow eyes of the Grizzly logo. Maybe the best in the NBA. Left side, Clarks. They're switching one through five. Conley drives by Jackson, kicks to the corner. Bogdanovich, wide open three, nailed it. And Taylor Jenkins wants a timeout. Grizzlies are 26 and three this year. When they lead going to the fourth, they had a 10 point advantage. It's down to seven. With eight to play, Memphis 98, Utah 91 on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary. Presented by America First Credit Union. On the Zone Sports Network. Bounce pass up ahead to Daniel House, and he'll rise up and rock the house with a two-hand dunk. House again, this time from the right side, and oh, everything in this house is gorgeous right now. Stolen by Melton. Great defensive play. Melton going coast to coast the other way, lays it up and in. Morant stops for three angle left and nails it. Grizzlies by 11. Bogdanovich drives and rips it away. Then they rip it away from Bogdanovich, and Morant has it. Morant throws the lob. Brandon Clark lays it up and in. That's your America First game summary. Jazz battling tough here. They trail by seven. Desmond Bain is averaging 18 a game in his second year in the season. 30th player drafted in the NBA draft. Has it left wing down the post to Jackson. Jackson averaging 17 this season for the Grizzlies. Gives it back to Bain. Jackson will shoot the three. Now ball fakes, drives the basket, big steps through the lane and dunks from the left hand. Rudy Gay. 
tried to close out on that what I thought was a three as well. Jackson fooled everyone in the house and went all the way to the rim. And then uh, Adams does a great job of screening out Westside so he can't defend the play. Rudy Gay pull up jumper on the right side, no good. Rebound to the Grizzlies. Jazz down by nine. Melton pushing the action and Conley reaches from behind, knocks it away and a foul. Now, sometimes you feel like that's just an automatic call by a, an official. Is it also an automatic foul? Like, is it because you actually well, foul almost every time you reach from behind on a guy that's dribbling by yeah, you? And, and I think that's the mindset of, of a lot of officials that there's no way you could deflect the ball reaching around. Sometimes you get away with it. But. Conley checks out. 24 minutes, 14 points, all in the second half tonight. John Moran has not checked back in this game. He did sprain his ankle a little bit earlier in the game. I don't think that's why he's out right now. He just hasn't checked back in. Jackson through the lane, tries to go up. Whiteside, Whiteside blocks the shot. It comes down to Son. They don't give a block to Whiteside on that. Clarkson, three angle right. Good, Jordan Clarkson. Jordan's four of 10, two of six and three. Has himself 10 points. Jazz have five players in double figures led by Daniel House. Quick three by Melton answers. Wow, Melton's three threes tonight. He has 13 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. Bogdanovich drives the baseline, and they call him for stepping out. You know, it's interesting. I was locked, listening to Locked on Grizzlies today on the drive-in, and Sean Coleman, the host, was saying, hey, they got four players. Can't pay all of them. In Kyle Anderson, Brendan Clark, DeAnthony Melton, and Tyus Jones. This... You know, after they pay Morant, they're gonna, they've already paid Jaron Jackson and Desmond Bain. <clears throat> and so he was suggesting that Melton was the most likely to be traded. Desmond Bain, pull-up jumper, the free throw is good. Man, he is good. Desmond Bain is in complete control, totally solid, looks just like he did at TCU. 30th pick. Did he slide or is that just about was, where he should be? I don't know. No, I mean, he's great. Bogdanovich steps back behind the three-point line, misses, rebound. Adams tied up with Whiteside. Ball squirts out. Moran has it. Forrest runs him back down from behind and steals it. Bogdanovich brings to the front court to Gay. Lobs to Whiteside. Slam dunk. Beautiful play. In regards to Bain, Ron, he, he was older. He played at TCU. He was not highly uh, recruited at all. It's a really quite an interesting story. He was adopted by a, a very serious cat, older couple Catholic family and did not believe in athletics particularly as the Grizzlies shoot, miss, ball goes out of bounds. So Morant went to this very, excuse me, so Bain went to this very small Catholic um, school, which wasn't great athletically. And high school. High school, and in turn, and his family didn't really believe, you know, quite honestly, just to give you kind of a cool picture, it was a mixed race. It's a white fam, old, older white family adopting this uh, young black child. And Conley drives the left side and is fouled by Jackson. And so... He's raised by this family who believes in, you know, discipline, religion, and academics, not basketball and AAU. So he doesn't do those things. He goes to high school. He then kind of bursts on the scene a little bit. TCU's the only place that offers him a scholarship. But they also were like, you're not going pro early. Like, you're finishing all four years. And as he said, hey, they raised me. They say, they, you know, they adopted me. They took me. I'm going to follow what they had to say. It's a really neat relationship. As Conley drives, floats up the right-hander. It's short. Rebounds battle. Whiteside has it. Puts it over Adams and in. And so he kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. But frankly, he was a great player at TCU. I think he averaged about 22 a game. And the numbers were through the roof on him. He just. So he got both. Yeah. He got both. They, the, the folks were right, actually. 
Grant driving. Conley reaches behind, knocks it away, doesn't foul him, turns to the official and says, I didn't foul last time either. <laughs> nice, Mike. Yeah, that's a great point, Ron. They got both, right? You don't have to. And he's probably pretty well-rounded. Nice kid. Bain, right side three, offline. Rebound comes down to Whiteside. The John Morant story is pretty incredible, too. I don't know if we'll get to it tonight, but how he was discovered. Snack bar. Hey, you yeah. turn. Going up a bag of potato chips. Clarkson, left-hand drive, jump stops to the lane, gets to the basket, blocked by Jackson and Adams. Skip pass recovered by the Jazz, back out to O'Neal for three, nailed it, and Utah Jazz with 4.40 to play have cut this game to four. 4.38 left, Jazz fighting hard without Donovan and Rudy. They're within four with 4.38 to play. We got some clutch minutes ahead of us on the Jazz Radio Network. this to four and so we'll focus basketball I, I want to make sure I clarify something on the Desmond Bain story I think I might be wrong on something I just tried to look it up on the internet the family that adopted Desmond Bain may have been biologically related to his mother I think it was the great grandparents of Desmond Bain's mom who was unusually young when she had Desmond Bain so I think it's the great-grandparents who then adopted him. So that was right. But I think I basically, as I told the story, I implied a little bit that it was not biologically related, and I want to make sure I'm clear on that. 105-101, Memphis leads by four. The Jazz were down by as many as 14. They have fought back. It's Conley, Bogdanovich, O'Neal, Whiteside, and Clarkson to close for the Jazz. Left wing Jackson, hands to Bain. O'Neal defending. Conley's got Moran at the top. Comes off the Clark pick. Attacks the lane. Flips up the floater and scores. Memphis is living in the paint tonight. That is their 60th point paint of the game. 62nd, actually. 107-101. Jazz have 17 threes to counter that. That's each of these teams at their strength. Flair to bogey. Right side three. No good. Bogdanovich, one of eight from three. Five of 14 overall. Since the finger injury, Bogey has not been shooting it well. He came in over the last five games. Got black tape on now. He got white tape on in the first Great pickup on your part, Ron. Steal by Conley. Jazz on the push. Bogdanovich left side. Hesitates now. Attacks Jackson. Too hard off the glass. Wanted a foul call. Didn't get it. Quinn Snyder's out on the floor. Quinn Snyder is up with a white paper in his hand. Swiping it at the official right now. And we got a technical Bogdanovich foul. gets the technical. Snyder's all the way out on mid with five steps out on the floor. And Susha Mehta, in his second full year as an NBA official, is not one the Jazz are going to remember fondly. It's only his third time he's ever called a Jazz game. And that was a big play as Bain makes that free throw. Lots of contact underneath as Boyan was driving to the basket. Grizzlies with the basketball. The lead has now expanded to seven. Here's Morant. 26 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists. Looking for the triple-double. Named a starter to the All-Star game yesterday. Fires the three right side off the side of the rim. Rebound Conley. Mike to the front court. Gets a white side pick. Works to his right hand. 
Wants to flare it up top to Clarkson. He does. O'Neal sets the pick. They're trying to get Morant defensively. Clarkson gets free on Morant. Morant blocks the shot. It's loose on the ground. It's picked up by Bogdanovich. Throws out to Conley. Shot clock's down to seven. Conley dancing between the legs on Bain. Beats him to the rack. High archer off the glass. No. White side offensive rebound. Back up and in. And they say it was late. I don't think it hit, hit the rim. I know it hit the backboard. It did not hit the rim. They say it was late. 108-101. Three to play. Donovan Mitchell watching with the team on this trip. Rudy Gobert not. Has the calf straight. Morant terminates. Gets reset. O'Neal defending this time. 2.47 to play. Pick comes. Morant drives. Fades to the left side. White side defends it well. Clark slides in and taps it up and in. Well, that's really good defense by the Jazz, and that's really perfect by the Grizzlies. The, the big goes out on, you're supposed to crush him, and that's the team that leads the NBA in the offensive glass. O'Neal slips the pick, kicks to Bogey, rotates to Clarkson, three right side, no good. Offensive rebound, white side went up to the top floor, and then just ripped it through the cylinder. Wow, Hassan! Holy smokes! Well... 110-103. Two minutes to go. Jazz needs some stops here. Moran at the top. Finishing with Clark, Jackson, Bain, Melton, and Moran. Jackson, wide open three, right side. Perfect. Ball game, probably. Back to 10. And Jaron Jackson's got his 18th point on 8 of 11 shooting right on his season average. The Memphis Grizzlies are good. Jazz battle tonight. Without their guys, Conley in the lane. Gets it knocked away, gets knocked to the ground and fouled. Conley's kind of gingerly playing with that left knee there for a second. Now bends it a few times, swipes at it. Morant backs into him. Morant picking up his second foul. Jazz kept trying to get Morant in the action defensively here late and have just not been able to. Memphis so long defensive. So he's able to recover. Inbound to Conley. Down the baseline. Kicks to Bogey. Wide open right corner three. No good. His favorite corner. Rebound Melton. Awfully hard for the Jazz right now without Donovan and without Rudy. Fast break the other way. Morant left side layup but he couldn't get off the ground. He came in the right side. He wanted to rise up. He couldn't. He scooped the left-hander up and in for a little extra special whipped cream on top of a marvelous night. A triple-double for Ja Morant. 28 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Conley. Ball fakes a step back three. Gives to Bogey. Bogey flares it to O'Neal. Resets Clarkson. He'll take the shot. He's going to have to. Clarkson works left side. One-on-one on Bain. A great defender. Shakes him. Fires. Foul. And... Baines is pointing at his bench as though he wants this challenge. But why challenge it? Up eight with 105 left because if my player was asking for it, I might do it solely for that reason. Wow, that layup just a moment ago by John Morant is just ridiculous. Never got off the ground, had to switch it right to left, threw it up high with English and scored it. He is marvelous. You can see why he's all-star pick and what about Wiggins so Wiggins is the surprise all-star pick and the reason many people think is because the Golden State Warriors hired a Korean K-pop star 
to be the Warriors' global ambassador, and he tweeted out about Andrew Wiggins and how he should be an all-star, and all of his K-pop fans followed retweeting, and that's how Andrew Wiggins became the fourth biggest vote-getter. So the K-pop global ambassador... Stuffed the boxes, huh? Stuffed the boxes via the internet, tapping into Korea. And Wiggins makes the all-star team. Over Rudy Gobert, frankly. Morant, right side, push shot up and in. Make it a 30-point triple-double for John Morant. That'll get the headlines, and it should. He's been marked. Conley driving, fouled, misses the layup. It's an interesting concept, pretty undeniable. John Moran is the greatest Memphis Grizzly, most talented Memphis Grizzly player ever. As good as this franchise has been with Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol and Mike Conley, they never had anything like this. And he is in his third year and skyrocketing. Mike Conley's free throw is no good. You remember the first time Mike Conley came back to Memphis and John Morant put it on Mike Conley that night. It was a pretty clear moment of like, this is my franchise now. This is my town now. Thank you for your commitment and your service. But I'm here to take over. And it's really an unfair matchup for Mike in so many ways. He's longer. He's more athletic. He's younger. Mike battled tonight. He's got 16 and then 15 in the second half after a scoreless first half. 117-107. Morant's fouled in the backcourt. Morant plays with a, a zest and an enjoyment of the game. And the question is, can he maintain that for the rest of his career and not get worn down by the grind of this well, I of think this league. all players will break down here sooner or later, but he is his creativity is what's so impressive, I think. Offensively, that's for sure. Out of Murray State. And a timeout. No. Maybe a shot, maybe a... Taylor didn't want one. They just gave Memphis a timeout. Taylor didn't want it. I mean, it's kind of... Probably, why would you want yeah, it? And, I, and that's what he's thinking here. You know, Quinn, I didn't really want that timeout. Right. Yeah, yeah. Quinn and Taylor go way back. And the Grizzlies will get their second win of the year against the Jazz. They won earlier this year at home as well. Or in at Vivid. Yeah, that ball game. Jaron Jackson hitting the game winner. Safe line. According to Tyler here in some of his player quotes, which is absolutely marvelous that he had. He talked about John Morant just reading the defense and finding Morant. I mean, I'm sorry, Jackson, for the three-point shot. Well, that was a big one. And Jaw showing that teamwork element that brings a group together. It was just me reading the floor. We had Jaron space to keep Rudy outside the paint as I was driving. I saw Rudy take some steps in. If I would have laid it up, probably would have blocked me, so I made the right read. Good work by Tyler Fountain, our statistician tonight. Safe Flight Auto Glass, proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safe Flight will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's leading rebounder. 
Leading rebounder tonight for the Jazz, Hassan Whiteside had eight. 117-107, Jazz about to lose their 10th game in their last 12. As Morant trapped in the backcourt, gives it up to Jackson. Up top to Clark, Jazz paddling to the final moment here. Double teaming, trapping, back over to Morant. Right corner, Clark, and then Pascal fouls him. Jazz got 19 from Daniel House on his second 10-day contract. They had seven players in double figures tonight. 15 for Conley, 13 for Bogdanovich, 13 for Clarkson, 11 for Whiteside, 10 for Pascal. About 17 for 46 from the three-point line. 37% for the night. The Jazz, you can really see, though, what happens when everyone has to slide up one spot on the scouting report because Boyan Bogdanovich, who is struggling, is 5 of 16. Jordan Clarkson's 4 of 13. Those are the guys that teams are getting ready for. Last time these two teams mattered was Jackson, Baines, and Morant. Tonight, you can throw in Brandon Clarkson. All having pretty good nights. Clark had 22 with that last free throw right there. Conley gives it out to House. House driving to the rim. Jackson might have got a piece of it. House got it back, puts it in. 21 for Daniel House Jr. tonight. And that'll wrap us up. 119-109, Grizzlies get the win. And John Morant, a 30-point triple-double on the night after he's named a starter. is the final. And the Jazz have lost 10 of 12. No Donovan, no Rudy. Sure, this is a other than a wear and tear on everyone. I don't think this was a particularly poor outing in the Jazz. The half court defense was not as good as it was the night before. They actually kept Memphis a little under their league average amount of times there in transition, but that's been the case all year long. The Jazz do a just really poor job of stopping anyone in transition. When teams get in transition against us, it is it is lights out party over. We are one of the worst teams in the league, particularly off turnovers. And Memphis tonight scored 2.2 points off every steal. And that's really hurting the Jazz for the most part. I mean, they're averaging like 105, 106 points here in, in the absence of Donovan and, and Rudy Gobert tonight. They get 109. Actually got 31 points there in the, in the first, in the fourth quarter, tying the, the Grizzlies as far as points in the quarter. And the other one that is amazing, 27 baskets at the rim tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies.